What's up? What's happening? What's popping? Hello. What's popping? What's popping? Um, <clears throat> nothing much. <laughs> I thought that's a fitting um um intro because that's one of um the person reviewing songs. Yeah. Yeah. On like he first on his first he saw his first song to blow was called What's Popping actually. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I didn't realize he had three albums. Yeah, he's actually been around for a few years. Like, yeah, but I think he became obviously more mainstream with the last album. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what's going on here? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today? I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, had a good weekend. Um, you're off today, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, literally just chilling, went to the gym, and now here we are. Not a nice week for you, because you yeah, old friend. I'm so sorry. Your your Mac is doing Hacker again. I didn't. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it because I don't know what's wrong with it. I mean, we need to. We need to. Um, is it really bad? Uh, it's just it's a bit choppy again, like the last episode. I think. Um. Yeah, I don't really know what to do. Like the phone's like far away from it. I think maybe it needs to be closer. Maybe. Okay, move it closer now. <clears throat> okay. Is that okay? Yeah, this sounds much better, actually. <sighs> oh my god, I actually need to get a new microphone. Cause yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get paid next week, so I think I'm going to look online and see if I can get a new mic. Yeah. I started um, using the ones that we got, but I just I started using my old one that I bought that I don't and I've used, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. It's an investment, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm going to get a good one because I can't yeah. be doing it all the time. That's just correct. Um, anyway, let's get straight into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Racist Podcast. Uh, this is to speak about things music and culture related. Uh, my name's Oli Vade. And I'm Carl Siennan. And guys, I'm sorry if the, if the audio is going to be choppy, but, you know, just got to go with the flow. Um, today we're going to bring you an album review for you guys like these um, and this time we're going to review uh, Jack Harlow's new album called Woman. Um, he announced it like a couple of days ago and then he released it basically two days after he announced it so it's kind of I guess it's kind of a surprise release in a way mm. um, and this is third studio album I don't even know if you can call it a studio album because it's like 20 minutes long yeah, it's quite short in terms of like what you would consider the length of a normal album. It's giving EP vibes, but you know what? It's all right. I think that just kind of just shows the time that we're in because he's not the first person recently to drop music that's been like like a minute long or two minute long songs. Um, yeah, um, I agree, but at the same time, I feel like, yeah, because even Chloe's album was like what 40 30 minutes, which I thought that was quite short, but then this is like exceptionally short because it's 24 minutes if I'm not mistaken which is kind of wild to me even though there's 10 songs but yeah a lot of the songs are like what one minute two minutes yeah um I read a couple reviews online about it and people were just saying some people were saying that maybe not like he's not quite level of being able to carry a full-length album um and that was one of the biggest criticisms of his second album um Come Home The Kids Miss You or whatever it's called um people were saying that it was just too he couldn't like hold the songs that he was alone on, like not the feature songs, like they were boring. That's interesting because I feel like I think that's probably the general consensus. But my um, 
my favorite song from that album was like a bit, like a bed of grass and that was a no feature like no nothing like there was just him on the song and i actually really liked the way he wrote the beat on that song on that album um yeah that's one of my favorites i think and i listen to it now often so yeah that's interesting that you say that but i get it because i feel like obviously the big names attached to stuff makes people listen to those more yeah yeah and also like from that album he had a lot of flack a lot of comments about him being like a, a lyricist because people thought that that album he was just trying to hit the charts yeah um so i feel like this is kind of a a, a clap back to that this album because he's definitely going in more of the lyrics and stuff mm. uh, which is basically i think he's trying to prove actually rap yeah definitely trying to prove a point um i would say yeah um okay so let's go for it track by track um there's only 10 tracks so it shouldn't be long um the f- track the opening uh the intro is common and it's one minute 40 what are your thoughts on it um common ground yeah i liked the singing intro it felt like a spiritual kind of like baptist um introduction to the album um i think it was a good introduction song so i feel like sometimes when um like the first couple of seconds of an intro song or the first song on an album is really gonna like pull you in or not and i think i actually felt a bit like surprised by what i was hearing um Maybe it was just singing on the choir, but I thought this is different for him, or it sounds different. Um, and I liked the um, common ground in common. Ain't that common, that kind of phrase going through the chorus. It's kind of like a play on the um, common sense in common yeah. um, phrase, which I thought was kind of cool. So I thought it was a good intro overall, um, when I think about introduction songs. So, yeah, what did you think? I liked the subject matter, because basically he's talking about... Um, he's basically talking about appropriation in hip-hop. mm which I thought was interesting and a, a good viewpoint from his end because obviously he grew. Up, I guess I'm guessing he like a lot of black people and stuff. So it's nice that he recognizes that. Um, yeah. Did he mention stuff about like um, festivals and people saying the n word or something? Um, yeah, yeah. And he talks about yeah. He said stuff like that, and I thought that was really interesting that he like was aware of that because it's so funny because when I go <laughs> when I go to sometimes go to events and like obviously you go to a black musician's show so like it's it's very you know the, especially if it's a rapper as well but sometimes like, Chris Brown was the most like present time I've been aware of it but I like, I think it's interesting because obviously there's like n-word use in a lot of songs and it's kind of like look, I kind of look around at the crowd and I'm like mm, like guys <laughs> is this appropriate like I don't really know I don't know how comfortable I feel because obviously I know you're not going to call me the n-word or I would hope not but then it's like and it isn't, like, making you feel comfortable enough to say it. So I thought it was interesting that he mentioned that, because sometimes it's something I think about when I go to events. I'm thinking about people that are not Black saying, like, the N-word and stuff, and maybe we yeah. end up using it. And there's a whole other conversation around that. But, yeah. And you have, obviously, you have people like Takeshi69 who use it all the time. Yeah. It kind of, give, it kind of gives leeway to people thinking it anytime they want, just because, like, a person like him uses it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It kind of, yeah, that's the thing. And people like, are, like I'm not on non black, like rappers might use it, and even like Latino as well, which is a bit kind of blurs the lines. And then comes a question of like, who can use it, who cannot? And maybe like, if we just all stop saying it, maybe it will yeah. encourage, you know. But then at the same time, I feel like there's like argument against that. But anyway, this is not about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, swiftly. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> um, so I think out. I'll- as intros go, I would put a solid seven. Yeah, I'll give it a, like a good seven. Common Ground is actually a good introduction to 
the album. It's surprising because I don't know what to expect with listening to the album. Obviously, it was random, kind of released, like, very short notice, not really much promo and just kind of out of the blue. So it was just like, oh, okay, let's see what he's saying. But, yeah, I give it a strong seven as well, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Also, I did um, into kind of the beats that he uses throughout the... And I really like them. <clears throat> yeah, they were, like, different. I feel like... Even going into the next song, I feel like that kind of explains that a bit more. Um, so the next song on the album is called They Don't Love It. And I was saying that, um, or thinking that something about it reminds me of like a sort of like common rapper, like common the rapper, sorry, Jay-Z, Kanye kind of like song, like old school, like early 2000s, like Jay-Z, Kanye. Um, and I liked, I think like this album, I enjoyed the content matter a bit more. It feels a bit more relatable than like the last, I would say, because I feel like last album was a bit more like mainstream rap about this and that and things that are like, you know, typical that rappers talk about, but I, I didn't really think that was him because he he gives me like small town, small country town. I think he's from Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So in my head, he's like a country boy. So when he writes about certain things, I'm just like, I don't really feel how like I don't know like how relatable that is. But this is like this album is a bit different. So this song, um, was a, I think a standout to me. He was talking about like how he doesn't think he'll meet his girl in a club, and I thought that was really interesting because I've always said like, um, people meeting people in clubs and stuff is very like old school. Like I feel like times have moved on and people meet people online now more so. And da, 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 da. so I feel like a lot of crazy people are in the clubs basically is what I was going for. So I was like, oh, I don't blame him. And um, yeah, I liked his wordplay on the song as well. He like was he made a reference to it. He was like, maybe she'll be a CEO. We gonna see though. And I was like, there's a lot of bars in this song album. A lot more. He's more intentional with his lyrics and his wordplay, which I really appreciate. And this song stood out as well because I think this is a song everyone's mentioned on social media because he made a reference to being the hardest white boy since the one who rapped about vomit and sweaters, in reference to Eminem on yeah. um, "Lose Yourself." Sorry, so I was like, mm. it was controversial because I feel like um, the last person he said something like that was Machine Gun Kelly, and then he ended up like switching from like rap to rock. So, yeah, I don't think that'll happen to Jack. I do believe he actually is talented. I think maybe his last album was a bit boring, but I think he's got more personality in this, and um, it's more relatable. But I like this song. Um, what do you think of They Don't Love It? Uh, I was going to say, according to Wikipedia, the single, the lead single. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. It's even created, the, that line about the Eminem thing has created a lot of buzz as well. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I really like this song, and I really like... So, basically, I think he's... Even in the song, he mentioned some stuff about how... <clears throat> really respect him from his last album mm. and stuff and I think he's very aware of that and I think he's been reading the comments a lot mm-hmm. well, listen to the, the, the reviews that the Rate Podcast have given <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah actually this is one of the standouts for me as well I really like this song yeah uh, it sounds like I think on this song I sounds the most confident yeah I think so too like he very, sounds very sure of himself now I feel like the last album was a bit like I don't know if this is my sound kind of thing, but he feels a bit more like he stepped into his bag a bit with this album. And just this song especially, I agree. Yeah. So mm-hmm. give this song a solid, like, I don't think, maybe an eight, you know, good song. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you and match it with an eight as well. I think I do like it. It's actually one of my faves, I think. When I would, well, when we get to the end, I'll discuss a bit more about, like, yeah, about singles and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, good song, good song. Um, one of the shortest as well, one minute fifty three. Yeah, very. very. But that's just the whole theme of the album. Um, and then this goes on to ambitious, the third track. Um, and this is personally one of my favorites as well. Mm. Uh, I, I will list off my favorites when we get to the end. But yeah, this is um the whole theme of it and the whole style. And I think like one of the things I found about this found on this album is that I think his flow 
bit more a bit repetitive mm. and it sounds the same on like every song but I think this is where the flow like I really like the flow the most I, will yeah. I just think it's good and I think it's like it's a nice basically it's like looking back on dreams and his aspirations and, and how far he's come and stuff and I like when artists kind of recognise where they came from and like recognise where they are now and I think <clears throat> this is probably one of his most personal mm. songs I really appreciate so yeah what did you think yeah, I thought it was nice. It was um, reflective as a song. I said, I thought I, enjoyed, I, I said, I enjoyed the wordplay um, on this, and I felt like the song was very soulful. Um, I definitely got to the point where I was in. This is the first song, third song in out of ten. And I was like, it's more soulful, and I'm enjoying it more than like the last album, definitely. And um, I really just found like there was like certain lines and bars that he said that was like quite stuck in my head quite a bit, and I laughed and smiled a little bit because he was talking about oh, my coming in, but I really want a beard though, and I was like. Yeah. So relatable. <laughs> like I'm just finding everything he's saying on this album to be quite relatable and I really appreciate that because I think that's one of the issues that we had with him before like the personality thing wasn't there so I thought it was a bit boring maybe last time around because it was just like I don't really relate to anything he's saying but now I'm like understanding and I'm just like you know what this is like there's so, there's more, so many more points and more during the album that I really found relatable but yeah I really like this song um, as well um and the pronunciation about when he said something, he was like, um, he made a reference to something that ain't got nothing on the song. And the way he said it, that he proper emphasised it and it reminded me of Jay-Z. So like a lot of the lyrical sounds and the way he was rapping reminded me of like a early 2000s Jay-Z. And I don't know why I kept thinking of Jay-Z every time I heard a certain song and the certain beats. But yeah. Um, also, love about, I like when songs tell a story. So obviously he started off when he was 14. Yeah. And he went to 25. And I really liked the whole layout of it. Mm-hmm. I has to go through a journey with him and like get to know, get, basically like we got him a little bit more which is nice yeah because he said he got signed at 19 I didn't realise that yeah he's been in the industry for uh, quite a long time so like I believe that was popping song came out in 2018 um yes 2018 or 19 was popping so he was about 19 he's born in 98 so no, 2020, 2021. Okay, yeah, but he's been signed before then. So, yeah, he's been making music since 2014, 2015, 16, yeah. But he probably blew up in 2018, 19, I guess. Yeah, I remember when he blew up, but I didn't realise he was around before then. As yeah. Well. Interesting to, to know what, where he came from. Like, the, basically, like, the journey of his life. Yeah. I definitely would give this song an 8 as well, followed the, the last one. Okay, I'll give it an 8, yeah. I'm going to give it um, a 7.5. I do like it as well. Um, one of my, I think, standouts as well, I do believe. Um, next song is Is That I. Um, I said this is more like of a conscious song, I felt like, generally running with the theme of the album. Um, he was talking about, like, no selfies, no likes, no tweets, talking about sort of simple life in comparison to the busy life, like, on the road and the business that comes with the music industry and all that stuff. Um, and, I, yeah, I just thought it was, like, a really interesting um, song, talking about simplicity and, like, not wanting to kind of do all the... get the promotion and wear the jewellery and go to the clubs and all these kind of different things that come with being a rapper. And, again, another clever thing he did, he mentioned he's been on the road since he was 18, but he said it in, like, a really clever way. So he said one ocho, and I was like, oh, ocho is, like, eight in Spanish or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, one eight, so 18. So I thought that was very, very smart. Like, very, very clever lyrics, lyricism. I have to give him, like, um, props. Because I feel like it's, like, it's, it's smart enough for me to understand it, but not too smart. So I don't, it don't go over my head, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I like. 
What did you think? So I think one of the problems with his album was that it think um he basically he bragged a lot on that last album mm-hmm. and so this song is kind of like a song and it's kind of like it's it's kind of him questioning about if this is the life he really wants and stuff like that and mm-hmm. the thing that people didn't like about his last album that he's bragging about all these things but it didn't come across as like genuine or authentic or whatever mm-hmm. but I think he sounds a bit more authentic and genuine on this song and it's like nice to hear him like himself and you know you know when rappers always um, rap about like girls and money and this car and that watch and whatever so it's nice when rappers actually kind of get down to the nitty gritty about that, like the limelight and fame mm. I really appreciate this yeah in that sense um, I think I'd give it a 7 yeah I'm gonna give it a um... I think I'll go with that line about the one Ocho. I just thought it was so clever. I don't know. I'm going to give it a seven as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're getting good scores so far, honestly. Yeah, honestly, like, I honestly was pleasant surprised by this yeah, album. Same. Um, I don't know how much I would like revisit it, but a few songs to add to my playlist and stuff. But as a whole, I think it's a really good effort. Yeah, I agree. I the agree. Next, the next song is Gang, Gang, Gang. And this one of the heaviest songs in the album. Mm. Okay. I don't know how to, like, it's hard to, like, I think it's a hard song to listen to because, obviously, it touches on, you know, people from school basically eventually end up doing bad things. Mm. And, you know, how there's this culture where you kind of have to ride or die for your friends. Mm. Ride, ride for them when they're, you know, convicted of, like, rape and convicted of these different things. Um, so I feel like it's very, Every song on the album, something that I feel like you have to be ready to like do it because, yeah, it's an interesting subject to touch on. I think, um, not many people kind of mention it as much, but it's something that really does happen. So, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's not one of my favorite songs on the album. Let's just, yeah, I think like certain songs like this are like more, I don't know, like I wouldn't go through. And like, yeah, I'm gonna to listen to that song over and over and over again because of the the theme. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's like a it's a storytelling song, so you listen to it every so and so if it comes on, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it reminded this one reminded me of Eminem, um, Stan. I would yeah. say because like I don't know why. I think even the um, there's maybe the storytelling part of it reminded me of that Stan. Um, and then yeah, as you said, like the reference to like the rape and the molestation and stuff and. Um, I thought it was really interesting that he was like brothers until like something is uncovered and like he made a lot of references and like innuendos and double entendres in that kind of same space. Um, and yeah, I thought it was interesting because I feel like usually, as you said, like people tend to ride with their people when even though they do things that are bad, they kind of still support them. But in this case, it was kind of like he was basically saying that he would like, you know, it would change things with them. Like he wouldn't be like a ride or die for someone who's done, who's raped somebody or molested a child or whatever. So kind of like separated himself from those individuals, even though they grew up together and they were friends when they were younger and whatever the situation might have been, he's basically like saying, you well, you've done stuff that's terrible and I can't stand by you kind of thing, which I appreciate because I think a lot of the time people don't, don't separate from those kind of things. They don't put their friends in like check when they do things like that. So I appreciated that. And, um, yeah, I just generally think people don't really condemn their friends for things that are bad. So it's almost like you're condoning their behaviour, I feel like. I mean, you don't tell them about something that's bad, it's like you're enabling it. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, as I said, it's, it's a heavy song, I get when you're not really, like, sold on it. I would give it, like, a 6.5 in terms of that movement yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. I think I'll give it a 6. Um, definitely not a song I'll probably write 
listen to. But I do hear that he does touch on a subject that's very much taboo. Yeah, I agree. It's quite brave and quite confident. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, definitely like it's very very heavy song. Yeah, very much so. Um, the next song is Denver, and I actually like the song. Um, I believe he wrote it in Denver, hence why it's called Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he said he wrote it in September and it's now January, so I'm assuming so he met September last year and then he continued. Like he wrote the first verse where he said in September, I'm assuming last year, and then he continued writing in January for this. So assuming January this year. Um yeah, I the singing. So like this also reminded me of like the Dido and Eminem song. And I was just like, if the singing was a bit chorus was a bit stronger, it could have been like a good single for him, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, I just wanted the single to sing in to be a bit louder, if that makes sense. Like, whoever was singing to just... Yeah. yeah to, Cause, to, 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 go on, sorry. Because it's very, very... It would be nice to, like, break it up a little. Yeah, like, it's just, you know, it's, it's mellow, yeah, as you said. So it's very, like... If the single was just a little bit toned up a bit, or they got somebody who's, like... I don't know, someone who sings... Like, you know that person who sings with Scissor on her album? I don't know who that is. I can't remember um, her. The Rock Chick, or whatever her name is. Yeah, if you, I know yeah, I can't remember her name, but anyway, if you've got somebody like that or Dido to sing, I feel like it would have been nice to like it would have been a good hit for him. But I really um enjoyed the like the different and fast flow that he was giving on this song, so that like, it made it stand out to me. I was just like, that was my only pet peeve. I was like thinking about what song would be a good single. Obviously, he's released the one that is probably the best single choice at the moment. They don't love it. And I was thinking, what would be a next good single? And I was thinking Denver. If just singing was just a little bit tuned up. Then yeah, but yeah, I like it generally. I'll give it like a seven out of ten. Um, this song kind of reminds me of like a Chance the Rapper song. Oh really? Yeah, because Chance. So I don't know if you Chance Rapper that much, but mm. on his has this thing where he does he does a lot of like um, you know, his his choruses are a lot of like singing like um, like gospel kind of singing. Mm. So it kind of reminds me of that. And like you said, I think I agree with you about. I think it just needs to the strong the chorus just needs to be a bit strong. And then I think it would it would actually, would actually be a hit. Mm. It'd like just make it a bit more of a song because right now it's it's more of a rap with a bit of like singing in the background. But if you mm-hmm. it up a little bit and then put like a proper chorus, yeah, it definitely would. I think. Um, yeah, I think this is one of the standouts on the album as well. I really like it. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, um, I like what he's talking about. Again, I think the lyrics, the lyrics on this album are just honestly so. Yeah, I, I agree. The lyrical content was really good on the album. Yeah, so it's nice to like. So this is a song basically, um, him feeling like awkward being like a star, you know? um, because he says like walking past a homeless guy in a Rolex and then like coming off the Today Show and then feeling soulless. So it's basically just kind of grappling with newfound fame. Mm. Interesting to see because he, he comes across as quite a confident person. So it's nice to kind of see him not be as confident, do you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. he definitely became famous quite quickly. Yeah, we've seen him interview before. I've seen a couple of interviews of him, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you I not? Like, yeah, no, I was going to say he's quite, um, I feel like he's quite mellow as a person. Yeah. So, like, this kind of album suits him because he's quite chilled, like, he's quite laid back. When I'm when he's speaking, he doesn't seem to get very loud. He's very, like, just very, like, yeah, you know, like, I grew up in Kentucky. Like I was like eighteen when my mom put me on. Like he, that's how he kind of gives. That's the vibe he gives me. So like, yeah. But then at the same time, I get you when he raps. He does exude a sort of confidence. I agree. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also it's like something that I guess people don't really not just rappers, but like artists in general. 
like, I know, they didn't speak enough on how, because you know, they're, 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 um, they're doing all these TV appearances, but no one really talks about how they, like, feel after. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, I mean the, yeah, that's a good point. Because only, like, maybe Beyonce's mentioned, I've seen her say, like, it's tiring, she's tired, but it's, like, it's a lot of work, but she wouldn't have it any other way kind of thing. Like, a lot, I've, I've seen her say it, like, before. But, yeah, it's true, a lot of them don't really, like, talk about the, the grafting and how they feel after, like, a long set and how tired they might be. And stuff. Yeah. One lyric that stood out to me is, I'm guessing Jason is a manager or something, but he's like, Jason keeps telling me to say yes. And then he was like, oh, no, um, I know he knows best, but I don't want to do Yeah. Just... I don't even know who Jason is, but let's assume it's some sort of management or somebody that has some sort of authority in his life to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously, like, I'm guessing artists always have to say yes. Not always, but most of the time have to say yes to things they might not want to do. Yeah, that's the thing. Unless they really don't want to do something, but yeah, it's probably, like, likely that they will just agree to it for the sake of money and, you know... And obviously, if it's his manager as well, he's going to get a share of whatever he's making, if not 10% or however much managers get. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, just, I just Googled, Jason is, Jason Claiborne, a Grammy-nominated artist and fellow Bill native, has been a collaborative friend of Jack since early in his career. Oh, okay. So it's a friend. Yeah, it's a friend. Okay, maybe he's advising him. So he might be like, Jason, do you think I should do this? And he's like, yes. <laughs> just, just say yes. Yeah, just say yes. <laughs> Um, I would give this song an eight. One of my favorites from the album. Yeah, that was good. That's a shout still. Um, next we have No Enhancers. This is probably my least favorite song of the album. <laughs> this kind of, I think this song fit easily on his last album. Yeah, it's more in line with like that kind of maybe. It yeah. seems a bit random. Album, I think. Yeah, I think the only difference is that it was a bit more um positive than like I don't know not that the other songs were negative but like it was a bit more positive natural uplifting anthem in opposed to the song that I like from his last album he's talking about sunshine I just want to ask yeah like it's a bit more materialistic they was rapping about women I guess so now this is a bit more like appreciative in opposed to like you know I just want that ass it's like oh my girl like my girl natural she didn't need no enhancers it's almost like a you know an anthem that girls can listen to in the mirror and be like you know what I'm a bad B because I don't need no fillers. I don't need no BB. I don't need no lapper. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually see this song probably, like, blowing up on TikTok or something. Yeah. But in the context of the album, I think it's my least favourite. Mm. Just because it matters. Like, I don't know. It just seems a bit random for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. Give it a five and a half, maybe. Oh, five. yeah, five and a half. See... You know, like a bit of ratchet, like music. So this took me back to my, you know, my ratchet turn up more, you know, music a little bit, even though it's not that like, it's not like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd give it like a, a, everything's getting like a good seven from me, to be honest. Like, I actually like this song. It's one of my favourites, I can't lie. Um, yeah, I'm just here for positive. I really like positive messages in songs, I think. That's what you yeah. yeah, I just like that. I feel like if you're able to put, because I think there's a way that you can put, music is music. It's difficult to put positive messages in music without it coming across cheesy. I think. So if you yeah. can convey positivity in a way that is not cheesy, then I'm not going to like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. I get that. Yeah. Um, next song is It Can't Be. And um, this is a really interesting song because I feel like it really referenced um, he made reference to like his skin and I think that was like a jab at other people. 
basically, because the people would often say that, like, he's only made it in the industry and he's only been successful because he's white. And so he's basically clapping back and saying, you know what, in like a sort of roundabout way, like what they're saying, although being shady, is like, he must be masculine. I can't think of any other reason that I'd win. It's definitely a jab to the haters and naysayers who basically have said that he's only successful because he's a white man. But in all honesty, like, yes, he's white, but I do believe he's actually talented, can actually yeah. rap. So there's just more, there's more to it than that. And I really particularly liked, um, there was one part of the song he mentioned, he said, it can't be the tribe and the biggie and the Nas, the outcast and the missy and my iPod. It can't be the absence of any facade. It must be the worldwide hometown pride. It can't be the worldwide hometown pride. So he's, he mentioned a lot of different things that, it, that basically he feels like motivated him and inspired him and helped him in his career outside of his skin colour. But he was saying it can't be those things. So I really, really like this song because it's kind of like a a jab sort of so yeah yeah i appreciate what uh yeah the lyrics on this song are really really good he's basically saying that you know people don't realize he does work hard and he did work hard yeah in the studio when he could have went home or whatever and i was just like people always like drag people or bring people down they don't like how much effort or you know the workload put in so I mean, you know, people might say his skin colour did, like, prepare him a little bit, but I honestly don't think so, because if he wasn't talented, he wouldn't, I don't think. So, yeah, it's a good song to kind of go back against the name. I think it was it, so. Definitely good to go against the I would say, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I like that. I like the way he did that, like a sort of good clap back at the songs. What are you giving it out of 10, sorry? Uh, I'll give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half, yeah. I'll give it a seven. I feel like everything's got like at least a seven or six ish, six point five at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so we've got the penultimate song in the album, which is Blame on Me. And this song is about brother and his mum, and I think his dad as well. Mm. Um, it's nice to have like a family song, it's kind of a song that kind of reminds me of Eminem a lot. Yeah, definitely. Eminem writes a lot of his family and his daughter yeah, he and his relationship with his mum, like a lot. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to to know a bit about, a bit more about his life and about where he came from. And mm-hmm. how he was close with his brother. Close anymore. I feel like I can relate to that as well. So it's nice to. I feel like if, most of the songs on this are very relatable. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the relatability on this album was very good. Like I really respect that. Because I think a lot of people can say that you because know, obviously you grow up with your sibling, and then uh, there's a time when you're like really close, and then you grow up and you kind of go your separate ways. Mm. You kind of become different people, and yeah, it's a subject that a lot of people I think will go through and probably don't talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to hear it, and again, just very, very relatable. I think so, and that's what makes this album really good for me. Yeah, same. I agree. The lyricism, the wordplay, the relatability, I appreciate. Um, yeah, I thought I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was interesting like, again, storytelling. So yeah, which is the theme of the album, it seems. Um, I just thought. Like, it was interesting that he's mentioned how he'd raised his kids, like, in reference to like, how he was raised and stuff. Um, yeah. But that was it for me. I really, like, think too much of this particular song because I feel like we've got enough of the family retelling and storytelling throughout the other songs and they were a bit better, in my opinion. And when like, towards the end of the album, they would just shove on songs that, like, sometimes just just to right. make space or to fill space, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say, this is probably one of the catcher hooks. Yeah, put the blame on me. Yeah, so it's very it's very catchy and it's a bit more like we said before, some of the songs, the chorus or like the background melodies kind of shoved into the background. And mm. 
hear it. Whereas this one is quite to the forefront. Yeah, which I appreciate. I just wish that the Denver was a bit more loud, but anyway, well, we've moved on from that. Um, and this is the longest song on the album for yeah. me. Yeah, which is a crazy. But I guess he had a lot to talk about, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's my favorite song on the album. No, I like Becca Matter. But yeah, I think it's like you said, it's one of those songs that towards the end of like it's just there randomly. <laughs> um but I don't know what I would give it. I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe a six and a half. Yeah, I'll give it like a five, I think. Just that, your, yeah. that your least number? Yeah, I don't think I really like this one as much. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like when we get to the end of an album, I need something to, like, capture my attention more because I'm getting to the... Like, sometimes it's a bit of a drag. In the beginning, obviously, I'm more engaged. Through the middle, I'm like, okay, reaching the peak of the album. I think that's how you should structure an album. Like, start off with a really captivating first track to open up. Then as then as we move in, then we should also, like, um, have a strong kind of single between. And then towards the end, we move into like a, something like not too slow or draggy because we're getting towards the end of an album, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I think one of my biggest things about the album is that <clears throat> uh, I think he flows, but it just sometimes is a bit because it, it does actually sound pretty much every song. Yeah. So I kind of wish he kind of switched up a little bit more for me. And this is the, so this song here is just when it becomes a bit like. Mm, something different now do you know what i mean yeah that's what i would like and i think that's how people should probably think about structuring their albums because it would help definitely but yes um moving on to i'll give it a five yeah five out of ten and you give it 6.5 cool last song on the album is questions again very reflective um i think that is important to be reflective self-reflective especially so i appreciate that as a rapper that he's thinking about being reflective and that kind of thing on music. And he also says stuff about what about if the people in his life go Danny Phantom, which I thought was really clever because Danny Phantom is like a ghost sort of cartoon yeah. character. And I was just like, I get the reference because I remember Danny Phantom on... Um, yeah, I used to love that. Yeah, show. on TV. So whatever channel period or parents used to come on, think Nickelodeon or whatever. And it was really important because he was saying stuff about what if he doesn't reach certain goals. And I think that's something that we can all relate to because we all... Especially as you get older, you feel like, oh, like I should have accomplished this or, um, you know, I should have done this by this age. But it really, like made me think, you know what, everything happens at an appointed time and at the right time. And that's what's important, honestly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, very, <clears throat> I'm very, like, weird about last songs and albums because I don't I don't genuinely seem to like them. Yeah. Because I don't know what it... Especially, maybe this is a bit short album, but especially on long albums, even on, like, Scissors' album, towards, like, some of the songs are just a bit like, mm. do you know what I mean? It's like, you get to the end of the album and it just kind of runs out of juice a little bit. Um, and so recently with the albums I've listened to a couple of a strong last song mm. and usually every time I say last I always think about the last song on Rated R yeah the last song <laughs> <laughs> terrible song yeah it's so bad um, but yeah generally I think sometimes artists just put songs on the end of the album just close the album but mm-hmm. it necessarily, it's not necessarily like the strongest song on the album yeah that's the thing. But I do like this, like, questions, I think. It's not the, maybe the best, but I do appreciate the reflection and the, you know, it's like anyone can, everyone can relate to, like, you know, thinking about life and reaching certain goals and yeah. thinking about if you don't reach them and what happens if you don't do this and you don't do that. What if, you know? We all have asked ourselves, what if, at one point? Again, very relatable. Yeah. About... What are we uh, giving this song? I'll give it a six. Six, yeah. I'll give it a six and a half, I think. Just the Danny Phantom reference gave it a little bit more of an edge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, um, what are we, Gen 
Well, I mean, millennials. The millennial with me, sorry. Yeah. He's Gen Z, though. Yeah, he is. He is actually a different generation, which yeah, is crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. Um, okay, so, final thoughts on the album. What are your favourite songs? Oh, final thoughts. Um, so, my favourite songs are um, They Don't Love It, Ambitious, Denver, and No Enhancers. And I would say final thoughts, I think the album's quite minimalistic. Very short, 24 minutes, 10 songs. I think he went a different route um, this time around. It was more intentional, skillful, and playful with his lyricism. Um, and I believe that this album a bit more than the last one. Like, he was more vulnerable, he was more transparent. The wordplay was clever, it was good. The only downside I would say, as mentioned, was, like, reference to this next single. So, obviously, he's got the They Don't Love It as his first single. But I was like, what's going to be next? Because... Nothing else screams at me like single, singles. Unless he remixes or does something different to one of the other songs. I'm not sure what he will do after. Um, but yeah, I think it's better than his last album. I believe it more. And I feel like he's um, actually thought about what the content a lot more in terms of like what he wants to talk about. So it's actually better than his last album. But I think it's projected to, to sell less first week copies. I think he's on track to sell about 50,000, which is not bad for a, you know, a 24 minute album or so. <laughs> So, yeah, and the overall, I'll give the album a 7.5 out of 10. I think I gave maybe the last one like a 6.5, maybe 7. So this is definitely like a, a 7.5, maybe 8 out of 10 for him. Um, yeah, what about you? Final thoughts and favourite songs? So my favourite songs are pretty much the same as yours, but I would put Common Ground, I Don't Love It, Ambitious, Denver, and maybe it can't be. Mm. And my final thoughts, I would say that it's a very, very good album. And I think it's nice that he, obviously the, the basically the critical, the critics were saying that his last album was him chasing the mainstream. Mm. Nice that he's kind of gone down a different road and like trying to basically show people his talent. Mm-hmm. I think I'd agree with singles. I don't think it's a very much single album. I don't mm-hmm. think. I think it's going to be one of the that are, you kind of have to as a body of work mm-hmm. rather singles um but i would say that if he could do some sort of remix or whatever i think denver single mm. um definitely because that's a really good song but it needs to be longer than two minutes but... so he needs to get someone or do something to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm screaming that get someone or do something to it <laughs> but it's definitely a standout on the albums yeah it deserves a single treatment i think i'll give it a seven out of ten maybe Maybe seven, seven and a half. Yeah, that's a good first score. I think it's a good album, honestly speaking. I, I find myself, I think there's a couple of songs I'm listening back to. Um, but yeah, you might, I might see myself at a Jack Harlow concert in the future. You never know. Yeah, I think I'm, yeah. This has kind of made me a lot more. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I would say, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and there's a lot of writing credits. Oh, really? Each song. Mm. So, so, I mean, I don't know if that's because of the choruses or... I'm sure he sampled a lot of music. I'm yeah, so I'm thinking. Mm. Comes out that he right with the songs. We kind of we'll take it, take it away a, a bit. But yeah, he's got writing credits on every single song. But then, then some songs like ambitious. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six other writers on. Yeah, that's the thing. So I'm not sure like if that's helping him with lyrics or because of the songs that he's the block. The beats sound like sampled songs. There's a lot of interp- not interpolations, but a lot of them. Um, sounds and melodies and stuff so I'm, I'm sure he's hopefully taking the reference he's doing the re- the beyonce thing where you discredit everybody that you've like somewhat you know yeah which is from yeah yeah uh definitely overall a very very good effort from mr jack harlow i think you know i think i think people forget that he's basically only i know he's been around for a long time but he's basically only just 
got a big scene. So he's got a lot to prove. Oh, he's like from this album, he's getting there, I think. So Yeah, and he's a young man. He's still what twenty twenty five. He just turned twenty five like in March. So yeah, still got a long way ahead of him. um a long career ahead of him. This is quite young, I think, for a rapper anyway. So, so on Wikipedia, Clash has given it eight out of ten and hot new hip hop five out of five. So. Yeah, he's gotten good reviews. So I think everyone's kinda of seen like he's taken a different approach because I thought like he had something to prove. Like I feel like you can jump between different content. Um, I think what I would say next time is that he has a song that is like a clear, definitive, like, you know, smash, like a sort of first class or yeah, whatever the singles was popping or, um, yeah, you know, a song that you can put out as a single that is evidently a single. But, cause, but I get what he, why he did what he did with this album. He had yeah. a point to prove, like he said. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so that brings us to the end of our album review. Uh, let, guys, let us know what you think. Uh, if I'm going to add a song from the album to our rated playlist. Normally we add a new school song and an old school song. Um, but this week we're just going to add a song uh, Jackman album. Um, I think I'm going to add Denver. Okay, cool. That's what I wanted to add. <laughs> <laughs> so because you're adding that, I'm going to add They Don't Love It. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be Denver, They Don't Love It for me. It works out. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's fine either way. I was like, if he yeah. says them, but I'm gonna say they don't um they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway guys, uh thank you for listening. As always, you really appreciate it. Uh make sure to give us ratings and views and um you can find us on Instagram at the rated podcast. If you want to drop us an email at the rated one at gmail.com and you can find me personally at onnade i'm at carsey and then also guys please can we i'm going to send a link to a gofundme with our um with our next episode clip so you can buy oliver a new mic because i'm sick and tired <laughs> <laughs> please guys the gofundme link will be up on wednesday for ollie's new microphone please thank you <laughs> <laughs> but please guys donate 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 <laughs> You know what? I'm screaming. I need it because you can't be having this. <laughs> These damn mics are so temperamental. When we first started, yeah, they were like so perfect. Like, it was good, innit? It? it was clear as hell. What the fuck happened? My language. Uh, so Even mine was, dude, every time I would touch it, it would just be decay. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I was not used to it because I was like, I don't understand what's going on. But when we first, I remember the first episodes we filmed like November 21, December time, we were crisp and clear. It was crisp. Oh, everything was just high quality, mate. HQ, you know what I mean? But yeah. You know what? I think, I think we need to get Bluetooth mics because I think it's the wire. Ah, uh, yeah. That might be a thing, actually. So let me invest in the Bluetooth. Go find me, guys. Go find me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we will speak at you guys next. We will enjoy the rap review, guys. Yep, enjoy. See you later. Bye. Bye.